Hey guys, welcome back to Loosely Online. It's Zaya J. And it's the Black Hokage, aka TBH, hoping that Zaya J didn't fuck up the focus <laughs> on the goddamn camera. I didn't. If, you, if you're not, if you listen to the audio version, please come over to youtube.com slash Lucy Outline <laughs> so you can see the buffoonery that's just coming from her, her, her face or whatever. But yeah, welcome back to Loosely Outline, the podcast that's Loosely outlined. Like her drinking that water. Please get your life together. Oh, Make my sure God. Make sure you're drinking enough water throughout the day. Keep yourself hydrated. Summer, summer, summertime. Got to keep your skin right. Um, did you almost just choke? You okay? I'm fine. Okay. What's the so, yeah, we just drank some gamers up. So, make sure to uh, follow the podcast, the audio version. If you want to take it on the go, we're available on Spotify, Apple, all of the major podcast platforms. Once again, the YouTube version is youtube.com slash loosely outlined. Make sure to hit the like button and leave a comment. Uh, and subscribe if you're new, of course, because we're going to be bringing more of that quality content. So, we back, we back, we back. Um, back in San Antonio, <laughs> July uh middle of the summer you would think there'd be something going on but it's hot hot, 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 hot out here absolutely yeah we hopped in your car earlier today and almost died i almost melted Um, we did almost melt yeah but uh did you see about this uh this fake tuna stuff uh fake tuna from sub from subway yeah first of all did you did you see that their bread is fake yeah their bread has something that they use in yoga mats or something yeah, so, so that got, was a couple years ago. Yeah, which is, by the way, I don't know if y'all can see, but uh, in the background, she got, let the people know what you got. Like, talk to them. I got a, oh, I got a brand new Peloton. Oh, she got money. She got money. Let them know how much that costs. Let them know. Yes, sir. Costs. 100 mil, 200 Two mil. bands. Wait. Two is, bands? Is bands 100 or 1,000? Bands is a thousand. Two bands. And how many times have you read it? You wrote it at least two times, right? Nah, I haven't wrote it yet. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking. Uh, so you got the Peloton and it's sitting on a yoga mat, which is crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, was, that yoga mat was expensive too. Technically, when I think about it, you got a you got a Subway bread in your house. When I think about it, true. I could just chomp on the mat whenever I'm feeling hungry. Want to make a sandwich? Yeah, yeah. Because you don't got no food in your fridge anyway. You, uh, did you look at my fridge? Yeah, it was nothing but drinks in there. There's a reason why you're trying to go get crab legs. Yeah, I'm snitching. Don't, don't tell all my business. It is a reason why you're trying to get crab Look, legs. Look, I finished all my food and I didn't rebuy food. My groceries are supposed to come Monday, but I skipped this order so I could actually go to the grocery store. Oh, you still doing the online thing? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just skip it when I actually want to go to a grocery store. Got you. Got you. Got yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's better to go to the grocery store than having fake tuna at Subway, which is just no more. I don't have, like, some in-depth thing to talk about. Just letting you guys know, news came out that uh, the tuna at Subway is fake. Uh, and, like, they're in the middle of, like, a potential, like, lawsuit because people out here eating this fake fish, this fake meat. What is it made out of? I didn't bother to look because I'm not going to eat there anyway. The only thing that's good at Subway is their their white chip macadamia nut. Uh, oh, cookies. those cookies are so good. Yeah, when I was at my fattest, I used to go. <laughs> I'm about to risk it all. Not a subway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, not even worth I was it. like, wait, there's there's context behind that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. The, okay, well, I just can't have anything with nuts in it. Oh, so yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, I'm about to risk it all for cookies. The, that that could have went like a whole multiple like different types of ways. That yeah, went, like just eating at Subway because you are risking your health, which is funny because <laughs> they say eat fresh. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fresh. Uh, or it could be risking it all. Like you could have went like your mind could have went in the gutter and like I don't know, just showing up butt naked. I mean, like let me give you some some white chip might make a demon. I don't know where my brain went with that. <laughs> don't judge me. Give me some tuna. Well, yo, when I was at my fattest, I ain't gonna hold you, yo. I used to get like. 
How this many? Is, I used to get like a foot long Italian BMT. And then I would get like four cookies, a bag of chips, like a drink. I eat that joint like in one sitting. And then I like, let's say I ate it at two. I wake up at like eight. And then I'd be like, you know, when you take like a nap, an accidental nap, a, co- a food coma, mm-hmm. and you wake up, your eyes be bloodshot, you be t- tired, Ooh, and like groggy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would always be like groggy, and then I get mad, and I'd be like, and then I'd be like, I put out some bullshit ass tweet, man. It's never, it's never no time in a day to get what I need done, bro. I, it was what I was eating, bro. And then uh, I, I would, I wouldn't stream or do like any YouTube videos. I'd be mad, unmotivated. Your diet is very important. What you put in your body. Um, what are you doing? I accidentally hit the mic on my. I accidentally hit the mic on my face. Yeah. Like, we know which mic is mine and which one's yours because mine has makeup all over it. You want to talk about how you accidentally didn't know who Iverson was? I fucking knew you were going to. Yeah. I fucking. Yeah. I knew that you would bring that up. <laughs> I'm stitching. I'm I knew stitching. you'd. Uh... Shit. So let me tell y'all something, bro. This is, first of all, this is funny in itself. So we started talking about the NBA when we was on the highway. And I said, yeah, the last time I was here, I started talking about the NBA. So I was like, yeah. is that like our tradition now? But long story short. She, since I've been here, she's been singing White Iverson by Post Malone. She's just lit, <laughs> singing all the lyrics and stuff. And I'm like, is like Iverson your favorite player? And she's like, who? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's been singing the lyrics. She didn't know Iverson didn't win a ring. He didn't, she didn't get the references Post Malone was making. So then I had to show her pictures. And I was like, do you know who this is? I was like, he's an NBA legend. He crossed up like Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Like, he taught the crossover. He brought the braids into the NBA and shit. She didn't know. She didn't know. I was like, that's crazy, bro. So you learned about Iverson from Post Malone. I did. It's crazy. And then I remember then I remember not to be too judgmental of you because you didn't grow up with like a lot of black friends and stuff like that. So maybe you just wasn't into that type of stuff. So I was like, you know what? We just we're gonna school you. We're gonna school you. Yeah, I was trying to think if I had black friends growing up. I had one well, she was also mixed and I don't think that really counts because we were both acted the same and kind of grew up the same. Yeah. Were you into sports when you were a kid? I did sports. What'd you do? Mm, a lot. I did a lot of sports. All right, can okay. we be specific? Okay. Golf. I just did it all. I just did it all. I did Peloton. I, mean, I did. It was on a sport. <laughs> it's not. I thought Ooh, it was. They're Peloton the fastest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did golf, tennis, basketball, volleyball, swimming, track when I was younger, t-ball. Um... I don't, I feel like I did a lot. Maybe like not karate. I don't think I ever did karate. Is it weird to look at me like this? No, you look like Willy Wonka. You want some chocolate? You want some chocolate? <laughs> so wait, you just named every sport on earth except for badminton maybe. Were you good at any of them? I did play badminton, but it was like for fun at school when they would make you play it. Not like, no, I think my favorite was golf and track. What's, what but school did you I go did, to where you, they had badminton? Distance. <laughs> what school did you go to where they had badminton? Wait. Is badminton the one with the the little the nets? Yeah, it's like, like it's like tennis for old people with the little net and the little little feather thing that you hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. played that at school. I remember playing it like in PE, but I don't remember. Well, yeah, that's what we did. We played it in PE. That's what. I was okay, all right. So let's get something straight, girl. Uh, when I say did you play sports, I mean did you play competitively? Did you represent your school? Not did you go to PE class with your booty shorts, picking out your wedgie, that's playing what dodgeball? I, said. I said that one didn't count. Oh, I don't bad. know. Rewind you're it. Bad. Go back and listen to what I said. Because I know I said that that doesn't really. Like, no, I might have not been listening. Ever since I put these cloud goggles on, my body just been different. I ain't going to hold you. Can't you feel the cloud? As soon as I put these cloud goggles on, y'all, 
I can feel this video gonna get at least a thousand likes, at least ten thousand views. Let's get it to twenty. Let's do that. Do that for twenty thousand views. Yeah, YouTube.com slash loosely outline. We trying to go viral movie. You feel me? Viral. So, what was your favorite sport? Track and golf. You was fast. I did the long distance. Yeah. Long distance, long distance, like cross country runner. Mm, I can never get into running. I wasn't like the fastest, so I never did short distance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excuse me, I hiccuped. Did I did I ever tell you <laughs> did I ever tell you the story of like how me and my friends used to always laugh because like we had like this we had a, we were perverted this is like when we were in high school mm. we used to always be like what if you could tell what a girl did on her weekend by based off her hiccups or whatever and we would always joke if a girl hiccup that meant she was sucking dick that weekend so then like girls would like hiccup in class and like we would just start giggling like That's oh she knows even stupid high school shit don't judge me yeah. <laughs> So you're like, ooh, we know what you was doing this weekend. But anyways, um, freaking, I could never get into, like, the running stuff. My dad was a marathon runner, but I couldn't do it um, because I just hated it. Yeah. Like, I played soccer. I don't know if I told you that. I played soccer, too, just not competitive. I played, like, travel soccer, which is, like, equivalent to, like, AAU. And I played forward just because I like to score all the goals and be a superstar. And then you didn't have to run as much. You just sit in the front and wait for the ball. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> the score versus the <laughs> midfielder. They had to run. Sometimes I had to play midfielder, but they had to run up on the like, This shit for the birds. And then I, I liked playing defender, too, because you didn't have to run as much either. You just stayed on the back end of the field. It's kind of like the opposite yeah. end of the spectrum. I played goalie a couple times, too, but that wasn't for me because – yeah, there was a couple of times I almost got hit in the face with the ball. I got a, there was a couple of times where I almost got kicked in the face, and like, I'm I'm too pretty for that. Like, I don't know if I had told you, but I wanted to do MMA too. And that's why I stopped doing boxing. You did boxing in high school, yeah. Mm. I went to a boxing gym all the you was time. Knocking, you was knocking hoes out. No, I feel like my mom pulled me out of sports that I would like get hurt at. Like when I was I was in tumbling also, and then the fuck does that mean tumbling? Like when you you do like backflips, black backflips, and that kind of shit. Oh, I think I have done that before. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like my I I did a back handspring and I so a back. So it's hands, just gymnastics. Yeah, okay. but a back handspring is a backflip, but you use your hands. So your hands touch the floor when you're doing a backflip instead of just like doing a backflip with no hands. Your hands touch. So the floor. is it like the pee wee league of gymnastics almost? No, tumbling is just like it's it's pretty much just gymnastics. But I did a back handspring. And I fucking fell. I mistimed it. I fell. I landed on my neck. And my mom just happened to be there that day, like, looking. Because we would do it on trampolines, and then we would do it on the floor. And the floor was hard, but it was still kind of bouncy. Um, but she just happened to be there, and she saw that, and she pulled me out. You ever busted your head open? Mm, almost. almost broke my neck. <sighs> but, I mean, you get hurt in that kind of stuff. Like, you're going to get hurt. Simone Biles doesn't. I'm sure she's gotten her like at least once. I don't know. I seen her do a quadruple kick flipping, back flipping the air. I seen she's, it. She's she was insane. Did you see that clip of when she did that? I don't know what the trick was, but it was like she did like three backflips in a super I spin. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah, that clip was amazing because the announcer was like, uh, "She's a legend. Like she's she's an icon or whatever." Like the way she said it, like just like she's gonna die. It was something. I'm paraphrasing, but I was like, "Yeah, I agree. I agree." I was like, "That's just she is. Yeah, she's definitely gonna go down in history for sure." Shit, I wish I could do that stuff. I wish I could too, but you know. Black women are beautiful. Exactly. But let me refocus. Black women are beautiful. <laughs> I'm just laughing because your glasses. Uh, man, I, I want to be taken. I want. Oh, here you go. My bad. You can take them back. My okay. 
goggles. Yeah, y'all see, yo, talk, talk to him about the fit. Talk to him about the fit. Any cloud at all? These glasses. Well, I thought you had because you have like the all cloud outfit on, and then the cloud goggles. I thought you know it was because you don't want nobody raiding on your parade. <laughs> they just they can't see me. They can't touch me. You know. Don't do that again. No, they can't. Don't don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> they can't me, touch me again. Let me let me. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, you bought all the London fog up today at the farmers market. I did. I should crack one open right now. Yeah, and you didn't share that with me. Okay, that's a lie because you grabbed it and you drank out of it first. I took a sit little. Your like a sips little are like gulps. Cause I'm a grown man. Like okay, yeah. If and that's why I don't eat chicken wings. Did I ever tell you that? Why don't you eat chicken wings? Because I'm a grown man. I want the chicken. I want the thigh or the breast, bruh. I want. I like my chicken like how I like my women. Big titties in my face. Like, I like. Don't get me wrong. Chicken wings are cool. Like, if God. you, if you, yo, shut up. Let me tell my story. Like, <laughs> <laughs> real talk. I'm being, I'm being dead ass serious. This uh-huh. is the type of stuff that people hear this and it sounds weird, but it makes sense to me. So I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. If you, at, if you, after, if you offer me like a plate of chicken wings and there's nothing to eat, like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna eat it for free. Don't get it twisted. It's not the taste. It's just me as a grown man. I got things to do. I don't want to sit at the table and eating 20 chicken wings at a time before I fill up. Just give me a big piece of chicken breast and some bread. Let me make a sandwich and I'm good. You feel what I'm saying? You, have you seen those people that eat the chicken wing in one bite? You like, you twist the bone and then you put it in your mouth and you go. Those are called thoughts. And go. Those are called thoughts. Do you do that? No, I can't do that shit. <laughs> I haven't really tried. You I know feel why? Like- you know why you can't do that? <laughs> I already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Let me guess, because you're not a thought. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, I'm not gonna lie, that's a talent. Just be able to suck all the meat off the fucking bone. That's crazy. Well, I've only seen guys do it. Whoa. What? Like on YouTube. Whoa. Well, teach your song. Live the truth. <laughs> <laughs> like, how does, how does one decide they wanna learn how to suck all the meat off a bone? I just saw it in a vlog. I don't know. Mm. She wants so much attention. You care to care to comment, Bennett? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's way too much. That is way too much. Freaking, we getting crab legs later. Crab legs. Yeah, because you won't stop talking crab about. You won't stop talking about them. Legs, crab legs. <laughs> All right, Mister Crabs. Yo, before we started this podcast, we was like in the car, and I was joking. Um, have you heard about the N word, Mike? <laughs> no, what is the N-word, Mike? I'm glad you asked. You. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So for those who are unaware, Logitech, in collaboration with Twitch.tv, is coming out with a brand new piece of technology. Now, it's called, not called the N-word, Mike, but for the sake of this fucking joke, it I'm going to call it that. I don't know what the name of it is. I don't even know if they came out with a brand, but Logitech is coming out with a new microphone for content creators where it will filter out any racial slurs in it. So if you try to say anything on it, I mean, to be honest, if you had proper upbringing, you shouldn't be saying it on stream anyway. But I guess that from what I read in the article, brands are so worried about it. Logitech is working on a workaround. So if anybody accidentally says it, it'll automatically, I don't know if it bleeps it out or if it mutes the mic. Or how about you just not say it? I honestly thought it was going to be like if you're streaming and someone in game says like a slur that would make more sense if they made some ai thing that would block out other people saying slurs because if you need a mic to prevent you from saying any racial slurs i don't know what to tell you why are you why do you okay whatever education starts at home it starts at home 
and a lot of times, a lot of people don't need to be parents. Uh, they, they kids failed them. It's like, we're still doing this. But what you're talking about is actually real. Uh, Intel is working on that with their next line. I don't know if it's, I don't want to, because I don't want to misquote it, but I read an article maybe like a month or two ago. It's either a software or it's going to be something in their new chips where it is going to have some type of AI that can filter out racial slurs. I don't know if the mic is picking up, but Bennett is thirsty right She's now. She's slurping her water. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've never heard her drink water that loud. Somebody wants some attention. <laughs> She's so dramatic. Like when she was at the dog daycare and she was limping. She was? Yeah. Oh, was that the video you had sent me? I, I was watching her through the camera and I was like, oh my God, like why is she limping or whatever? And like she was getting pets from the like the worker over there whenever mm. I was out of town and she was at the dog daycare. And then I was watching her limp on the camera. So I called them and told her told them that they're like she was limping. Um, and then they were like, no, she's not limping anymore. Like she was limping to get attention. I feel like half the people that are listening to this right now, they're going to like leave comments on the YouTube version. Like all, all they're going to hear is not even the limping part. They're going to be like, wow, your dog goes to doggy daycare. You're bougie. Like. My dog got the eye move missing out the socket. Like, my grandma got to watch the dog when I go to work and shit. Like, yeah. Like, Bennett goes to doggy daycare. I think they're teaching her multiple her um, times tables this week or something like that. Yeah, she knows how to multiply. Yeah, if I say what's three times two, I think Bennett will bark six times. But she's too busy licking me right now, so I don't think yeah, she's going to do she's, that. Yeah, she's taking a break, so she won't bark right now. Yeah, so how much do you think the N-word mic should count? Uh, uh, count. She costs. I don't think it should be a thing. I don't think you should be saying racial slurs. If that's what it is to block someone that says racial slurs a lot, like, why is it so bad that you need a mic to filter you out? Like, you got issues. Right. You know, it's funny, too. In the article, it said the reason they're developing it is because brands are worried about being associated with that type of person or whatever. And it's like... Then don't associate with them. Get someone who doesn't say bad words. Also, what happens, like, let's say, let's say I get a sponsor stream, right? Or like I'm a white person who gets a sponsored stream and I drop a racial slur, but the mic filters it out. But clearly when you read his lips or because of they filtered it out, everybody gets familiar with the technology. You know that they said it. My thing is, does that person lose the sponsorship? Do they get in trouble with the public? Like what happens? What would you think would happen? Oh, they're still saying it. It doesn't matter right. if you can't hear it. Like you, they shouldn't be saying it anyways. Right. So is the, is the company going to come back and be like, mm, I don't know about that? Or, why are they making something to protect racist ass fucking people anyways? Is it to protect the races or to protect the brand? Because to be fair, you don't always, you know, people hide it really well. Uh, you don't know somebody's racist and then shit comes out. Yeah. But they shouldn't be making it easier for them to be dropping freaking end bombs and like other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah I got you. Um, like why, why is there a market for that? The, the cynical, the, the cynical person in me makes, feels like this is also just a ploy to make more money because like, watch, I'm, I'm calling it right now. They're going to come out with this mic and the, the, the base model is going to be like a hundred dollars. But if you want the N word edition, 200, 300, It'd be like, it has this advanced tech. <laughs> and that shit goes the in on the If you want the N word edition, 300. It's going to have, and then like Johnny's mom's going to see that. Like, wow, Johnny does drop a lot of N-bombs. I could be a better mom. I could be a better dad. It's Christmas present. But yeah, here you go. We know you say the N-word a lot, son. So we decided to get you the N-word, Mike. Like, imagine, imagine Johnny pulls it from up under the tree on Christmas. Oh boy, look what Santa brought me. He's going to be like, and he'll be like, thanks mom. You know what? I needed this because those N-words do be wilding. He's like, now I can say. And then he's just. Jank, now I can be in the FaZe Clan. 
Yo, speaking of them, did you see them? <laughs> I can't. Did you see what happened with them in the in the save the kids uh bullshit? Well, they weren't trying to save any kids. I'm not gonna lie, that's some pretty scummy stuff. Where that is you? so freaked up. So for those of you unaware, uh cryptocurrency, it's like the new hot thing people are trying to make. Um, money on and people are manipulating the market and the f- several mem- members in the phase clan got in trouble one got kicked out and two are suspended um that phase jarvis guy he's in trouble for like the third time again um mm. so what happens is they they mm. were promoting a token a cryptocurrency called save the kids and uh the money that they made some of it was supposed to go towards you know children in need charity um but it turns kids. out everything that they were doing were fraudulent uh it wasn't real and they were manipulating the market they were promoting it getting it, they were doing what's called a rug pull where they were promoting the the coin everybody was getting excited people were buying in which makes the price goes up and then once the price hit like a certain point all those phase members they sold it and then they left everybody with nothing basically and, and the coin actually had no utility or purpose meaning you couldn't use it anywhere or do anything with it um so yeah now there's uh rumors one of the members could end up getting indicted uh, two members got it suspended. Like they're all over the esports channels, and like I can't help but wonder, when is enough is enough? Like when do That's we? So greedy. Yeah, because like how much money do you need? Obviously, I feel like if you're in phase, you're probably making at least decent money. Yeah, like at least two, three million, like a year, probably if you're getting decent views on your channel, combined with sponsorships, you could easily take that money and invest in the stock market, and like easily, you're not gonna get paid every day. Like it's not like an easy flip, like a crypto, but like every quarter you could get paid dividends, plus your stocks grow and stuff. And just investing in other companies, like yes, like startups and stuff, and taking a piece of the company, and like there's a lot of things that they could have done to grow their money, but you know they want to be scummy about it. Yeah. And like, I feel like I feel like if they don't get in like legal trouble, I feel like they're going to be fine. Unfortunately, because people love it because I be watching that. They still getting crazy views on their video. You go face class. (laughs) You fucking go. Like they are getting a lot of hate. Don't get it twisted. They are. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think people on the Internet really care that much. Mm, Probably not. Yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff lasts a couple months, goes away, then they come back and it's it's fine. All you need to do is take a a paid break. Mm, just let, keep your head low for just a little bit. chill, enjoy your money. Mm-hmm. You know, your views are going to go up because people yeah. are going to be like, what is this? What's happening? Yo, what happened to the, uh, I thought you said you were going to wear those earrings. Which ones? You have some earrings that she has earrings that change color based off certain like. Oh, things. no, I wasn't going to wear them. I was just showing you them. They're in uh, the window. I kind of wanted you to wear them because uh, uh, didn't you say if they turn green, that means we're going like, to make lots of money and views. They turn blue. Why would they turn blue? Because that's the color I bought online. Oh, it only turns one color. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what is it? it's based off what? Just the sun? Yeah. So they're white. And then when you walk out into the sun and the sun hits them, they turn blue. So they're basically going to stay white the most of the time because she don't get a lot of light in this room. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm just good at what I do. Bennett, how do you feel? Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, so the lights are a little bit low. I've been wanting to go on a walk. I don't know why I gave her a boy voice. Like, <laughs> girl. Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, do I look pretty for the camera? <laughs> yeah, you look, you're fucking insane. I love her smile. She's just like, are they talking about me? Ew. I didn't let her lick me. <laughs> uh, we just booped noses. We're gonna we're gonna review the tape. We're gonna review the tape. Well, she booped my nose. I booped her nose. What's going on? What what else is going on with you though? With me? Yeah. You know nothing new. Just working. 
Slaving away. Slaving away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coming home. Streaming. Streaming. How's it been going for you? Um, you know, my numbers have been going up. It's going it's been going pretty good. Is it because people have been supporting the Loosely Outline podcast? Maybe. Mmm, getting your cloud up. What would you you know, I always ask people because people always ask me, uh, how do I get more views? And my question always to people is, why do you want more views? Uh so for you, I want you to answer that question. Are you putting me on the spot? I'm putting you on the spot. Why do you I mean it's not it's not there's no wrong answer. I find that most people struggle to even answer this question, and that's the reason that I ask it. Because a lot of people want clout, and I'm like, well, what are you gonna do with that? Why do you want it? What do you want for for yourself? So I always like I've always said that I want to use my platform for other people. I wanna I want a platform so that other people can have a platform as well. Um, you know, just like sharing it. And then I also wanted to use my platform to spread awareness around mental health. That's like the biggest thing for me. I feel like, um, I don't know. That's something that I struggled with a lot and I didn't really have anyone around me. So like, I want to be that person for when people don't have someone around them that, you know, like I could try to give advice to the best of my ability, explain things that I've been through, um, and honestly, just to help other people, I know that's like a really kind of like cliche answer, but that's truly what I want. Is it cliche? I always tell people I was, I, I do content creation cause I genuinely like entertaining people. I was doing this long before I was ever a content creator. I was always class clown and I like making money. That's why I got into it. So I was like, you're not going to always get the same answer. Some people, yeah, want to help. Not necessarily everybody. Like I help people. Where I can, where it makes sense, is like you're part of my immediate circle, but I'm not like you. I don't really care to save the world. Um, but I respect it. I think, uh, I think your opinion might change. I think you'll always be like that because you're generally like a nice person. But once you start dealing with other creators and you start seeing people's nature, you're going to be a little bit more selective about who you let, who you help, basically. Unless you're not even talking about creators, you're just talking about people in general, like charity I and stuff. I think people in general like if i could use an example i uh you know i have spent a lot of time with my therapist and therapy um so like what i was just you know i gotta make sure that people know because i was gonna say i spent a lot of time with my therapist like obviously in therapy so we've had conversations well i was gonna say wow like you actually go to therapy you hold yourself accountable like you're trying to grow that's crazy that's good to hear oh yeah i mean i i you know i try to do a lot it's it's up to me it's, I can't, nobody else can do it for me. It's up to me. But I've like, I've had a lot of conversations with my therapist. Um, and I've, I've asked him about like, why don't you start your own practice? Cause he doesn't even have his own office. He's like working out of a building, but he has to share an office with someone. Um, and just like, um, he does other things like neurofeedback and that kind of thing. But, um, I asked him and like, he's like, oh, well, the equipment for neurofeedback costs $10,000. It's like, I wish I had an extra $10,000 lying around because I would love to help him. Like that kind of thing. Just charities, just helping people like that. One thing I do know is uh, from like my Twitch chat, a lot of people like when you talk about like mental health. And to be honest, it's not really like my field of expertise. So like if there's one thing you feel like you you learned from your all your therapy over the years like what is one what's one of the main takeaways that really helped you through life like become more mentally healthy i feel like i have to sneeze get it off go ahead get it off it might take a second then it looked at you like oh my god she's <laughs> like then <laughs> it go over there it's probably you that's making me sneeze <laughs> so it feels like i saw the sneeze so i feel like there's a lot of takeaways one of the biggest thing that I've learned for myself 
was that it it really is about mindset. Mm. I um I don't really like to talk about it, but like you know what happened last year, like around this time. Tom Foolery, yeah. Um well, I mean just with like I was just not in a good place. Yeah. Oh, not that. Yeah. Yeah, I got um, you. I got you. You know, maybe one day I'd be ready to talk about it, but it's crazy to see like how I was feeling at that point and then how I'm feeling at this point. Yeah. And it really is like a mindset thing, but the biggest thing for me is I called my mom and I told her like I need help. Mm. I need I need help. I didn't want to ask for help or like I I felt like embarrassed about asking for help or like feeling like people would judge me. But yeah, I just I like I need help. So then she helped me um get into therapy, find a therapist, and then I Why just, did you feel like your mom would judge you? I mean, I understand other people, but your own like flesh and blood. I mean, I'm trying to like expose my mom or anything, but like I mean, there's some things that she did judge me about, but we also had a mm. strained relationship, so at the time, so like she wasn't seeing the full picture. I never sat her down and was like, this is why I did this or this is why I felt like that. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, I do think at that point she started taking it a little bit more serious. I think I, I don't remember what podcast episode it was, but I had been feeling like that since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, which is a little weird (laughs) to be like really young and feeling like that. But, uh, I think now, um, it's more, it's not like a hush hush. Oh my gosh, like don't talk about it if you have depression or you don't. Need now you therapy. feel like you can speak to her about certain things. Um, yeah, but I feel like overall, not even just with like parents, just like overall, mental health was like, and therapy was this whole thing that you shouldn't talk about it or you don't necessarily have to have anything seriously wrong to go to therapy. Sometimes you just need to go and talk about things or like try to navigate something that you're going through. It doesn't have to be super serious. So, yeah, it's a, like, yeah, it's something I actually hear Kevin Samuels talk about. Like, sometimes you just need to go for, like, everybody Everybody needs to go for, like, some type of just a tune-up. Like, people look at mm-hmm. therapy as, like, oh, your life is just in the gutter. Uh, but not. Like, sometimes it's just, like, everybody can le- use some type of improvement, basically. Yeah. But the biggest thing is, like, I guess another biggest takeaway is that it's up to you. Nobody else is going to be able to. They might be able to help you work through it, but at the end of the day, like, you have yourself. I could be in my therapy. I would do therapy for an hour and a half. But once I left that room, it was up to me. Right. That's why I always say that um, I don't agree with the statement that knowledge is power. Like, knowledge is only power when put into practice. A lot of people fall in love with the idea of learning new things. But what does that mean if you're not actually taking that knowledge and exercising? And it's the same thing kind of with therapy. Like your therapist is teaching you things about yourself as well as giving you tools on how to approach situations better. But it's up to you whether or not for you to use those tools. Yeah. And healing is fucking hard. It is not easy at all. It's a bumpy ass road, but you just have to like stick to it. And there's just like a lot of feelings. I feel like people push down and suppress that you don't even notice. Mm. Like I, I went to therapy and my therapist wanted me to write a letter to someone that I haven't seen in fucking years. Did they actually want you to send it to them or is no, it just for no, yourself? No, just for myself. Okay. So just to get all of that out, how I feel, just everything. And in my mind, I was like, I'm like, I'm good, whatever. But like when I started writing this letter, like I just was like fucking emotional mess. Like there's a lot of stuff that you push down 
Because I would be like, yeah, I'm fucking fine. But then when I started writing that letter, it's unclear as day that I was not fine and I wasn't over it. And I asked him, I was like, I wish I could just forget a lot of stuff that happened. And he said, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. And he said that you're still going to, like, with trauma, you're still going to think about it sometimes. But working through it will make it hurt less. You're never going to forget it. It's just... Are you are you looking for something in specific from people in terms of like an apology or like some type of action that helps you release it? Or do you feel like that letter was enough? I I personally don't know if the letter was enough. I feel like there's still some things that I like I haven't told my therapist because I wasn't ready. You don't have to lay everything out like immediately. Um, apologies. I think you have to work through it without an apology too. Cause who's going to say that person's going to apologize to you. Facts. You can't control people. That's why you always got to control um, what you can, which is your, your own actions. Yeah. Your yeah. Responses. I hear a lot of people talk about closure. Yeah. Like, uh, the last person I was dating, I mean, I was kind of scared of him. Like, so he wanted to meet up so he could have closure, but I was scared of him. Like I, mm. I didn't know if he was going to hurt me. So I was like, no, I was pretty much like, fuck your closure. Sometimes you don't get it. Yeah. You have to work through it on your own. So, I mean. Yeah. No, I agree with you. That was like the last person that I dealt with. I don't feel like I ever got like proper closure from that BS. And you might not. Yeah. And like I'm, I'm at peace with that. Um, I think for me, I'm not like, I don't, I don't really hold grudges. Like if you say sorry to me and you're like, you're genuinely sorry. Like I'm cool. Like I'm, but I, I am the type of person like I'll forgive you, but I won't forget like, I'll sleep with one eye open. Because, like, me and my dad, like, I always tell people, like, I joke that, like, mo I could tell people were raised by, like, single mothers and shit. Like, men when I'm talking about that. Because I knew my dad. But, like, me and my dad never had a good relationship up until, like, the last two years, really. Uh, and it's really because of my last situation that kind of brought me closer to my family. Because they saw how, like, kind of distraught I was. Mm -hmm. And, like, I had a conversation with my dad. And he just apologized for all the bullshit he put me through. And, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, that was, like, I'm 30. I'm going to be 31 next month. I was like, cool. Whatever. Like, it is what it is. I went and saw my parents, and, like, it was nothing. Like, we was talking like adults, and, like, we was getting along perfectly fine and shit. Um, so, for me, it's just, if you just apologize, I think the problem is so many people lack self-awareness. So many people gaslight, like my previous one, like, can't even apologize. They'll hit you with the type of stuff like, um, uh, I'm sorry that you feel that way. You're just deflecting. It's not a yeah, real apology. Yeah, it's not a real apology. Like, yo, shorty, just say sorry. Like, I'm sorry because I did X, Y, and Z. I missed, I shouldn't have did this, that, and the third. And like we cool, like I'll move on. But it's like, yeah. But at the same time, you can't you can't expect people to be that have that level of awareness or even care. So you gotta sometimes you gotta go to therapy. Sometimes you don't get closure. You have to learn how to move on without closure. And another thing that I will say, because I had this conversation with my therapist, is that you don't need to forgive someone to move on. I told him that I will never forgive the person that like hurt me in the past. I will never forgive him. There's no mm -hmm. forgiving that. So do you think do you feel like that affects your day to day life, though? Like you walk around with a certain type of energy, like a certain angst? No, because I can move past it knowing that I'm never going to forgive him. That's not what I'm talking about, though. Do you, I'm feeling like do you walk around with like a chip on your shoulder or something like that? I don't think about it constantly. No, okay. that's but good. At least. Like I 
because my therapist asked, he was like, if he was sitting across from you, what would you say to him? And that I feel like a, the answer that a lot of people look for is like, I would forgive him and tell him that I'm ready to move on with my life. Mm. I was like, I would not say that. I would say, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I was <laughs> like, if I could, I'd fucking hit him in the face. Jesus I'd, Christ. I'd allegedly. <laughs> allegedly, I would hit him in the face. Oh, my but God. Because like, <laughs> there's still a lot of anger there. And like my therapist was like, that's okay. They're not there to... To judge you. Yeah. But I told him, I also told him, I was like, doing all of that wouldn't make me feel better. Mm-hmm. So this is the part where I think people are going to be like, yeah, that sounds cool, but, you know, I come from a certain environment. I'm not able to afford therapy. Like, that sounds great for somebody who's, you know, has their shit together or they come from a stable family. Like, I remember you put out you put out a tweet, like, I think, like, last week where you were talking about, like, five free therapy lessons or something like that. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so I I was at my previous job when I found out about that because you gotta was, have a job. It was, <laughs> it was it was affecting me at work, but mm. none of my coworkers cared. Like I'd go in the bathroom and I'd cry. Oof! And like I was super I was super depressed. Like I was depressed at work. I'd go home. I was still depressed. Like still had a lot of problems at home with my previous partner, and like. I don't know. I, I don't remember who I talked to. I think it was one of my managers. That store was so bad that the rotation of managers was crazy. I had like seven managers working there in like three years. Um, but I think it was I think it was a sheet. But she told me um, to call HR and to ask about the employee assistance employee assistance program EAP. So I called HR, asked them EAP. what EAP is, and with the employee assistance assistance I can I can't talk with that program. They give you five free therapy sessions. So I went through a list of a bunch of therapists. I researched like which one I wanted to go to because you can like you can look up therapists and see if they're good or not. It's like any other doctor. Yeah. Um, and then you get five free sessions. So there's that. I've talked to my therapist about this is why I wanted to help my therapist. And like I wish I could raise money for him and stuff because he was wanting to do therapy for free for people. That can't afford it. That's good in that's good in practice, like in ideology. But it's like in, I think in, he, yeah, I don't think he would be able, able to, to survive. Yeah, he wouldn't be able to take on a lot of clients, so he would have to. You know, I don't, I don't know how often it would be. We didn't really get into depth about it, but um, I, as far as I know, the five free. I guess you could space them out however you want. Um, well, I brought it up because. You know, even if you can't afford it and you have like a decent job that has an HR, because I don't think this applies to somebody who works like a fast food job or something like that. Right. Like, it's just it might. A it lot might. of I, a lot look of into it. Do your research. Pretty good benefits. It's just not something that they that they really announce. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the reason I brought it up is, is like if that's the case and you find out your job does offer those five free, even if you can't afford it afterwards, if you take five sessions. That's like, what, five hours of therapy that you didn't have before? You can pick up something that could help you through the rest of your life. Like, free is free. People, I feel like people are quick to be like, oh, you know, free samples at Costco's or, you know, like a restaurant or something. Well, you need to take them free samples of therapy, too, if it's going to help you. Um, go ahead. Just ask, too. When I had my life coach, so my mom paid for my life coach. My mom paid for my life coach because it was whenever I asked her, for like, told her that I needed help, she was like, okay, we're going to try to get you straight. So... She got me a life coach, um, but she said after that she wasn't going to pay for it again. So I fucking talked to my life coach. I was like, what can I do? Because, like, I can't afford, I can't afford, like, what my mom paid. And she was talking about working with me, too. 
So, I mean, I guess it really just depends on, like, what relationship you have with whoever you're going to um, for those five sessions. And then as well as insurance, I didn't know you could do this, uh, but my mom helped me. So I'd go to therapy. They would charge the rate. Uh, I want to say my therapist is $75 per hour, mm-hmm. um, which is whoo, because my other one was $150 an hour. Um, so but hold on. In, in a matter of perspective, though, if I can give some perspective, that is expensive, but certain things are not expensive if it means like is it? Is something like is is a good pair of running shoes expensive if it means it's going to protect your feet and improve your health? In my opinion, no, because you're investing in your health. Same thing with like your mental health. I think people's priorities are fucked up because seventy five dollars an hour, even if you went to therapy once a month, you just paid seventy five dollars. That's like less than a pair of Jordans, and people be out there collecting them sneakers. Like I don't want to hear that shit. People can afford it if you want to afford it. Um. Yeah. But go ahead. My bad. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. I lost my train of thought. Uh, something about the cost and... Oh, okay. I remember. So, with your insurance. So, and I will say that my... I've been to a therapist that was $150, and they were not as good as my therapist I have now. That's $75. Um, So, it's about the connection that you have with that person. Yeah. And, you know, I've been through, like, seven therapists. So, read the reviews and... Yeah. But you also have to find somebody that you're compatible with. I think for black people, too, it's especially difficult because, you know, we 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 face certain things that other people don't, at least in America. Well, honestly, being black across the world is the same. Um, So it's like I feel like you that's another reason I think a lot of black people in specific are hesitant to go to therapy because they feel like that person's not going to understand them. You know, I my therapist is white. He's a white male, Mm -hmm. um, but he understands. We've had. Deep conversations about that too. We've spent like a whole therapy session talking about that kind of stuff as well. And like he gets it. I'm not saying that everybody's gonna get it. Maybe I just got lucky with my therapist after trying like seven of them. Um, but what I was saying is like I didn't know you could do this. So they charge you like let's say the seventy five dollars. And what my mom does is she takes that bill, submits it to my insurance because I'm still under my mom with the military, and then they pay like half. Mm. So like it's really just about calling your insurance too and 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 seeing tap into your network. That's something I was talking I about. Don't be that. antisocial. I didn't know about any of that stuff. That's why I asked for my mom. Somebody for help. knows somebody that can get it done. So you need to talk to somebody because closed mouths don't get fed. Yeah, I feel like there's most of the time there's always a solution. There's always we always have a choice. People act like you don't have. You always have a choice. But it's up to you whether or not you want to take that best case scenario or just feel sorry for yourself and sit on social media and act like uh, everybody's out to get you. Yeah, I don't know. It takes a lot of inner work. You're not going to go to one therapy session and be like, wow. Yeah. My whole life is fixed. Yeah. No, it takes a lot of work. And You know, it's funny that you say that. Like, I feel like people understand that from a physical side, but not a mental side. Like, if you blow your knee out, you tear your ACL and you got to go to you're gonna have to get surgery, but then you're gonna have to go to physical therapy to learn how to walk again. Like people understand that it's going to take at least a year for you to learn how to walk again. It's the same thing with like your mental health. If you if you're 20 years old and you have tons of trauma, like 15 years worth of trauma, you're not gonna get over it in one day. No, and um, you know my mom tells me this all the time. She's like, just like you go to the doctor for a broken leg, you go to the doctor for I don't want to say broken brain, but like. You know, emotional issues. 
Yeah. Or sometimes they don't even need to be emotional issues. So shit, you can go. You might find out there's there's something there might be something wrong with you uh, that you didn't even know was there. I remember I remember uh, when we was in Sweden, Ethos was uh, talking to me. He's like, no, he's like, you might need to go to therapy. I was like, why? He's like, bro, you just be attracting like crazy women. I was like, bro, you might be. This might be something wrong with me for real. <laughs> he's like, you might be right. You might be right. So you never know when when and why you need to go, but be open to it. And I appreciate you sharing that information. Yeah, I think boundaries is my favorite thing. What do you mean? Like before, I didn't really set a lot of clear boundaries with people. I would just let them walk all over me. You have any like specific examples? You don't want to get into specifics? No, I'm trying to think of one that's it's not like, like violating. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Um, no, I get you. Yeah, boundaries are the most important thing when it comes to developing the relationships with people, especially if. I don't know I look at I look at a lot of things as like business transactions and like I can't just be messing with people for emotional reasons at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. Like you have to add some type of value to my life. And if you don't get people to respect your boundaries, like you said, they'll walk all over you and then that energy will manifest into you and it'll create more negativity. And that negativity can spawn in a lot of different ways. It can just be you having a mental breakdown. It could be you spazzing out and taking it out on other people who are like close to you. Cause a lot of times we end up hurting the people that are close to us yeah. and it might not have anything to do with that person that's close to you. It could be somebody else just fucking with your day and shit. Yeah. So boundaries are the, to growing as a person. If you know something messes with your energy and that person does that thing, you don't have to always completely cut them off, but you need to know, like they don't need to be in this area with this person. Like if like like drinking for me, right? I don't like to be around people who are like drunk all the time. So I keep that boundary. Like, eh, I'm not gonna be a party pooper. Just because y'all just gonna get on my nerves. I hate talk. We talked about it in the car earlier. I hate talkative drunks. I hate aggressive drunks. Like it, it, I don't even want to be around it. So why do even subject myself to that? That's why I stopped drinking too. Oh, uh, you was like going crazy. No, I was. I get really sleepy, but. Just being around people that drank a lot. I found myself being depressed. Alcohol is a depressant. That was part of me healing myself was to not really drink. I feel like San Antonio is full of people who pour alcohol in their butthole. It's because there's, I mean, there are things to do here, but like not really at the same time. I think now it's a little bit better. For those of you unaware, when you pour alcohol in your ass, you get more drunk and drunk quicker. Why do I know that? I don't know. You know, I actually knew that fact too. Where did I learn that? Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure, but knowing is half the battle, G.I. Joe. <laughs> knowing is half the battle. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, that's, like, one of my boundaries. I don't really deal with people like that too much, but I agree. Yeah. Knowing boundaries. I wish I was, like, more of, like, an expert on this type of stuff, but, like, I don't know. I'm very headstrong. Uh, I do get my days where, like, I'm sad and stuff mm-hmm. or, like, I just don't want to deal, but it's, like, I don't know. I turn on Netflix and, like, I'm fine, like, the next day. I get over stuff very easily, I guess, because, I don't know. Like, I, I have, like, goals and purposes, and I... I focus on that. I think it fucks with people more when they don't have any type of sense of purpose. And that's why I always tell dudes, if you, even if you don't know what your purpose is in life, because I understand that people be trying to hit me. Oh, what do you, it's easy to say when you know your purpose. What am I supposed to do with my purpose? Like, first of all, you need to get over that mindset. And second, um, I always tell people, open yourself up to more opportunities. Like, sometimes you can accidentally find your purpose. Like, I don't know if I ever told my parents, or I don't know if I said it on this podcast or not, but like, I never liked wrestling. I fucking hated that shit. I did it because I was fucking good at it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is one of my purposes, bro. I like, I, I always, the only reason I ever got into wrestling because my dad was like, um, I had, when I hit puberty, my sh- I didn't grow up. I grew out. My shoulders got really wide. He was like, you're going to be very strong. He's like, you need to be a wrestler. I was like, I was a soccer player. I was like, I don't want to yeah. fucking play soccer. What the fuck? I did it. 
turned out I was really good at it. I ended up becoming county champion in middle school. Then high school, I went Dang. on. I became captain of the team. I was I was ranked in the region and like the state and stuff. And yeah. I, you know, the crazy part is I always tell people this is why you should keep keep an open mind to like um, opportunities. I hated wrestling, but some of the best life lessons that I learned was in that wrestling room. I learned a lot about hard work and dedication. And I never I never got that out of soccer because, like I said earlier, I used to like I was a forward. I used to sit in the front of the field. And I used to, the <laughs> forward's the sexy player, bro. That's the one that scores all the goals and shit. But like I learned about getting my hands dirty. Um, one of the best life lessons I ever learned when I was 15 with my cousin Bobby, my parents sent me down there to uh, train with him because he was an All-American wrestler. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was ranked sixth in the nation in college. Uh, and I think he was like a state champion in Georgia. And he used to, that was like one of the most important like summers of my life. I was 15 and he used to fuck with me. He used to call me, he used to call me Comfort Zone Corey. Because like I, at that point in my life when I was 15, mm-hmm. I was good at wrestling. I was county champion in middle school, but I was coming into high school, a little hot shot. But like in all honesty, I just used, I'm a very strong person. I used to use my strength. In high school, I had to learn about technique and finesse more. I couldn't just rely on my athletic gifts. And uh, he would try to tell me that I need to come out of my comfort zone and stop relying on my gifts so much and start learning the actual physical, the, the, the technique of it all. So he used to always call me comfort zone, Corey, comfort zone, Corey. That shit used to make me so fucking mad. Uh, but long story short, he was right. I was always in my comfort zone. I came out of it. Once I came out of it, like that summer, like that summer was very important to me. It's funny. I talked to my cousin when I was at my parents' house about that. I was like, you know, that, 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 uh, that summer when I was 15, that was one of the most important summers of my life. I was like, you helped me become a man. And it was, like, it was funny, too. It's funny how everything comes in the full circle. That cousin, I was talking to him, and he was like, yeah, man. He's a, he's a teacher. Um, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's still a wrestling coach and, like, a teacher. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I want to open up my own gym for, like, kids to teach them wrestling and all this other stuff uh, down in Atlanta. And I was like, I was like, huh. And he's like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know how to do this, that, and the third. And I was like, it sounds like it's time for you to come out your comfort zone. I was like, it's funny how, like, everything. And, like, I gave him a whole talk about like the business side of things. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it's time for you to come out your comfort zone. So I don't know. I don't know even where I'm going with this. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. Get money. (laughs) I will say, get money. I will say that sometimes it could take a while to come out of your comfort zone. Cause for me in high school, it was kind of like the opposite. Mm -hmm. So in high school, I had social anxiety, like really bad. I was depressed. I just didn't talk at all. Like my mom would go to school. Where did that stem from? "Mm, Being bullied. I was bullied like really bad. Not only like physical both. or both. Okay. Yeah. So physical, not so much. Yeah. Like I'd get tripped and stuff. There's only like one time that I can think of where I got tripped really bad because they stole my binder and I was like chasing them. I wish I knew you was in high school. I hate bullies. I just, um, yeah. Like I had my friend, like my little group of friends, which is considered the weird kids or whatever. I never thought they were weird. They're fucking normal to me. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. I was just very quiet. I was very shy. I wouldn't talk. My mom, that's why I was in so many sports. My mom put me in so many sports. She put me in fucking beauty pageants. But it, it pulled me out of my comfort zone, but it still didn't really change the fact that I was, like, super... So it was the turning point then? Mm. So I was in a relationship from when I was 16 to add six or seven years, whatever the math is. And... um when I got out of that relationship and I got thrown into the world kind of by myself and was like figuring out, I feel like I did a lot. Like I was the main person doing everything in that relationship. But once I let it go and like getting breadcrumbed. Yeah. Once I let it go and I was able to like learn things on my own and talk to new people. Oh, this is around the time I met you. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was going through it, but I know. 
I don't mean to joke on it, but I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's people that will, you know, they'll stick by you. And those are the real people. You always stuck by me, even though it was a hot ass mess at 19 or 20 or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah. So I, I told myself what kind of person I wanted to be. That was the main thing for me. I'd see people on YouTube. I'd see people on TV. I'd see friends like you. And I'd be like, I want to have this trait. I want to have that trait. I want to be able to walk up to someone and have a a conversation without being super awkward. I want to be able to talk in front of a bunch of people. I want to be able to do this. Like I can create my traits. You can, you can create traits. And like, I don't think a lot of people talk about that either, but if you want to be the person that's super outgoing and the one that's super charming, you can be. You just have to work on it. I find a lot of times when I talk to people, uh, when it comes out of that, that comfort zone stuff, uh, people people make assumptions about other people, and then they end up blocking their own blessings. They're in your head too much. Yeah. Um, like, And a lot of times people think people's success or whatever they want out of their life is like an accident or it's like luck. And then they talk to, like, people will come and talk to me, and they'll be like, wow, like, you're a really smart guy. And, like, sometimes I'll be feeling like, yo, should I be, in, like, insulted by that shit? Like, like I said to you sometimes, like nothing I ever did in my life was by accident. It was all completely planned in with intent. Yeah, you take L's, stuff happens. But if you want to be like somebody, even if it's just one thing and you want to add it to your repertoire, especially if that person is with, within reach, everybody, I don't care what nobody says, everybody knows somebody that's successful, more successful than them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't have to be like a LeBron James or a Barack Obama or something. You know, so, you know a lawyer in your neighborhood you know, even if it's like on a low level, you know the manager at McDonald's. Somebody's in your neighborhood is more successful than you. Why are you not talking to that person? You can literally ask them to be your mentor. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's another thing. People people think that it's too they're too cool to be a mentor. Everything's dick riding. Like you can't even show nobody love no more. I've asked people to be my mentors and just got straight up nose. Like oh, I mean, whatever. Move on. You you know you you keep trying. You're not gonna just stop because somebody told you no. Yeah, I mean, it all works out. It just means what, what's for you, you don't have to fight for. It. It'll come to you. Yeah. It, it I, I would like to think that, like, I offer you a certain level of mentorship, so it worked out. It's like you're going to get it where you fit in. It's just you have to open that realm. Because for a while, I think our friendship was just kind of, like, gaming-related. But, like, once we started talking more about life, it's like, oh, we have a lot in common. Then we're talking. Then she blowing up my fucking phone all day. I was scared <laughs> to ask you stuff. Why? you're actually proving my point about what I was talking about. Yeah. You knew somebody, you had access to somebody, but you were scared to talk to me about certain things. Well, I thought like if I asked you something, you would think I was dumb or like, and that's not fair because you're not that type of person at all. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. People always tell me that they feel like I'm going to belittle them. Like I get it. I am a smart ass. Uh, I, I do roast people, but yeah. I give the energy that's given to me. If you respectful and you ask questions, I always, I help everybody that I'm cool with. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I I just roast people who say stupid shit to me. I just, I put my expectations on you of what I thought would happen. And And you blocked your blessing. And usually the way you think it's going to turn out is not the way that it turns out most of the time. I'd be excited. Like I always tell, I'd be excited to help people. I always tell people some of the nicest people I ever met are in the gym. People be, they be like real scared to go to the gym and like ask people like you, you could tell who doesn't need to work out, who doesn't know how to work out in the gym. Cause like, they'll just kind of walk around and like, look at everybody kind of just linger around machines and stuff. And it's like those, if you're one of those people, just ask somebody, Hey, I do it all the time. I'll be like, what does that exercise do? 
And they'll be like, oh, bro, I'm, I'm glad you asked me, bro, because they usually like meatheads and shit. Like, <laughs> glad you asked. It's fucking like, your delta. It. <laughs> but they like, are yo, nice, though. People, people yeah. who are successful and smart, it's not always. You are going to meet some jackasses yeah. but you, and some stuck-up people, but yeah. do not let them deter them. I promise you, most people that you meet that have a certain level of success, they'll be happy. Like, oh, be like one thing that people don't realize is like, once you reach like a certain level of success, there's only so much money and so many accolades that you can get. You don't get any sense of like satisfaction. So a lot of times I personally get satisfaction from watching somebody else grow from the words that I provide. And when someone hits me up like, yo, I listened to what you did. That shit is working for me. My numbers are going up and stuff like that. Like I get satisfaction from that. And a lot of people are like that. And you'd be surprised that people want to help other people. But you got to open your mouth. You got to open your mouth. Yeah. It is what it is. We're all over the place. We were talking about what earlier? Mental health or something. No, we were talking about mental health, but before that, we were talking about like sports. cloud goggles, cloud goggles, sports, yeah. Yeah, booty juice, booty juice, bend it on the beat, bend it on the beat. That sounds like that could be a dry, and, bend it on the beat, and then bend it like, whoop, whoop, like she wolfs or something like that. <laughs> do, 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 do. Bend it on the beat, do, 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 do. Do, do. that's from SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, and it's on the beat. Do. <laughs> oh my goodness Yo, you're out of control you're out of control yo where are we at on this recording let me check oh we're at like 58 minutes man we didn't write down no questions either um oh, we didn't do questions yeah i mean we could get those like for the next episode is there anything else on your mind i'm trying to think is there something else? i feel like there was something yeah. inside of you crap legs I mean, crab legs. legs. Crab legs? Uh, <laughs> crab legs. Was that a shit stick? <laughs> it's a crab leg with poop all over it or like Poo-poo chocolate. stick. Yeah. I mean, that's all I, I, I had we wanted to talk about. We definitely forgot to do questions. No, nah, it's fine. We'll get it. We'll get it for the next one because, I mean, we're going to record more of them anyway. Oopsies. You'll be okay. I think this is a good episode regardless. If you're listening to this, type in Bennett on the Beat. But yeah, if you made it to this part of the video or this part of the audio, like yeah, type "bend it on the beat" in the comment bend section. Bend it on the beat. Yeah, I wore my natural hair today, and it feels nice. My head doesn't feel hot. Your hair looks nice. I thought I'd just put that out there. Yeah, now you guys got to come over into the video version at youtube.com slash loosely out to check it out. Holy shit! She said she's wearing a, a natural haired black woman. <laughs> As, I, I would imagine that's what some people listen. That's how they listen in the car. Well, holy shit! Let me let me pull up my phone and look. He fucking crashes his car at the intersection trying please to. Please don't crash. Yeah, please don't. But uh, make sure to tell her her hair looks nice. Yeah. Because um, I, I tell her and it doesn't seem to matter. So. What I. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> oh shit! Well, if you're tired of talking, I'm tired of talking. I'm tired of talking. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Yo, get out my esophagus. Get out my esophagus. All right, so. Yo, Bennett is like, <laughs> Bennett is looking like, what are you bitches doing? <laughs> she does the dog dead ass just looked at us like we was crazy. All right, listen, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. That helps us move up the algorithm, which helps bring in listeners. If you're watching the video version at youtube.com slash Lucy Outline, leave a thumbs up on the video. Comment if you enjoyed it. Make sure to follow us on social media. My uh, my Twitter and my Instagram is at the Black Hokage. Yours is everything is at Zaya J J A E. Bam, bam, bam. So make sure to follow us there, and yes, uh, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Loosely, Loosely Outlined. Outlined. Screw, If you're in your car, do you like my voice? 
this is your car song from Lucy Outline. You know what's funny? I've never heard you sing, and I've been asking you for the singing for the longest, and I got you to do it on the podcast. You've always been so embarrassed. I, I'm going to leave that in the video. That wasn't me actually singing. I'll never do my actual singing voice. I, I had this conversation with Sko the other day. That's what you say when that shit trash, but sort of. Because I was, I was singing real bad on purpose to him. I was like, drunk in love. <laughs> yeah, you definitely sound drunk. 